At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you. <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? Stormy Bonantoni with you live from downtown Las Vegas, a Circa Resort and Casino. This is my guys in the desert. Uh, hope you're having a great Monday. A-, a Monday that doesn't feel like a Monday. Let this be your most Thursday-ish, over-the-hump Monday ever. You know what I'm talking about. And this is an exciting time of the year because this weekend and beyond, we have football on our television screens Every single weekend from here through February, it is a tremendous feeling, which is also a good opportunity for those of us as betters to kind of cement the things that we want to get in on in the futures market. So I will continue to do that with our alphabets today. We'll also have Ian Hartitz of Pro Football Focus, who will join the show a little bit later, get into some player win, player win. Oh my gosh, why, they're not player win totals player totals for rushing and receiving yards, uh, who he thinks are worth fading or buying in on. That'll be great. We'll also hear from Vinny Maiulo, my guy over at the South Point. It was a busy weekend in Major League Baseball, how the books have been affected with some of the, the big wins and series wins that happened there. And also our girl, Danielle Alvari, great friend of the show, host of the Los Angeles City cast. She'll give us all things WNBA with the playoffs coming in just about a week. The playoff picture still has yet to be fully cemented 
so who she thinks is worth buying in on. But like we always do here on the show, we're going to start things off with our top five news and notes, things you need to know that impact us as betters. And we will start in the National Football League. This is actually an all-NFL top five, but number one, Saints quarterback Jameis Winston unfortunately tweaked his foot at Monday's training camp practice, according to head coach Dennis Allen. Winston was taken back to the locker room for further evaluation. No update on that eval as of yet, but coming off the 2021 ACL tear, Winston's reportedly looked really good in training camp with the revamped receivers room featuring Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, and Jarvis Landry. Hopefully the foot issue isn't going to keep Winston sidelined for too long. Taysom Hill returned to practice after a rib injury last week. He could get a few more snaps if Winston is limited. The good news, though, speaking of Michael Thomas, the star wideout participated in 11-on-11 drills for the first time this weekend since 2020. So a big step in his recovery from that ankle surgery. Winston is a second betting favorite behind Derrick Henry at DraftKings to win the 2022 Comeback Player of the Year honor, plus 550. Thomas, the fourth shortest shot at 8-1 to one for the honor. Number two, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, Baker Mayfield has the inside track to win the Carolina Panthers quarterback starting job. Mayfield and Sam Darnold continue to split first-team reps in training camp, while head coach Matt Rule has said he won't be making any major decisions on any positions, including QB, until after their August 19th preseason game against New England. Rappaport, though, believes Baker's the favorite to claim the job, saying, quote, based on the understanding he has of the offense and the kind of command he's getting inside this locker room, it's clear that this is Baker Mayfield's job to lose. Carolina will begin the preseason getting three when they face the commander on Saturday, total sitting at 37. Panthers are also a one-point favorite at many books for their week one matchup now with Cleveland, which could be a nice revenge game for Mayfield should he officially earn that job. Number three, seems like Jimmy G isn't going anywhere at this point. More from Ian Rappaport, who says there's no clear trade partner for San Francisco for Garoppolo at this time. He reported San Francisco is willing to wait all the way until cut down day and will try to hold on to him as long as possible, barring a preseason or camp quarterback injury elsewhere in the league. It sure doesn't sound like there's much of a market for Garoppolo right now. Last odds we saw for Jimmy G had the Seahawks favored to get him at plus 275. But again, that's not one of those situations where the 49ers would likely trade him in division. He would have to be cut in order for that to happen. Number four, don't expect to see much for the Rams offense this preseason as we keep it in the NFC West. Head coach Sean McVay doesn't play starters or other key players in preseason games. And according to Los Angeles Times reporter Gary Klein, that includes backup QB John Walford. Notable because we know Matt Stafford has been dealing with an uh, an elbow injury. Stafford on Saturday threw for the first time this offseason, a relief for coaches and players over there in Los Angeles. Sean McVay saying he's sleeping much better now, but the fact that Wolford won't play in LA's three preseason games means they're being even more cautious with the inexperienced backup who could step in if Stafford missed time with his elbow. Bryce Perkins, who saw extensive preseason playing time in 2021, expected to take most of the snaps for the Rams this month. He'll be backed up by Camp QB Luis Perez. The Rams face the Chargers this Saturday's three-and-a-half-point dogs. Total as expected, very low, albeit lower than I expected, sitting there at 30. Last one here, rounding out today's top five, Browns running back Kareem Hunt reportedly requested a trade from the team, but the team has privately declined that request. Hunt resumed practicing at Browns training camp Monday. Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski seemed less than pleased about Hunt staging one of those hold-ins during the first week as he lobbied for a new contract or to be traded. Stefanski told reporters, if our players are healthy, they practice. The Browns reportedly have no interest in dealing Hunt, meaning he's stuck with the two-year $12 million deal he signed in 2020. Browns are one-and-a-half point dog at the Jaguars in their preseason matchup coming up this Friday. So that's a wrap on today's top five. 
Uh, good stuff, though, out of the National Football League. And we will continue our NFL talk with our alphabets making 26 preseason futures wagers uh, for your consideration, some of which I have placed, some of which I am contemplating. And we're going through the alphabet to do so. So today we are starting with the letter Q, which always, by the way, just reminds me of foods with the letter Q for a thousand, please, Alex, if you ever watch White Man Can't Jump. Great movie. Um, but Q is for Robert Quinn in this case going under 10 a quarter sacks at minus 125 the Bears defensive end he was a great feel-good story for what was we know a very struggling franchise last season they likely will be again this year but this guy played over his head and the books know it had 18 and a half sacks last year broke Chicago's single season record that's not going to happen again. And even at the 10 and a quarter, I think it's just a touch high for the now 32-year-old. And as somebody who recently turned 30 herself, I do not like talking about people that are getting to that 30-plus range and saying that, hey, you know, they're on the downward slide now at that age. That's not what I'm saying. But all throughout his decade-plus career, he's really lacked year-to-year -year consistency. He hasn't had back-to-back -back seasons with double-digit sacks since 2013-14, dealt with some injuries. In fact, going through his career numbers here, he's had five years with double-digit sacks, four campaigns in which he's totaled five or fewer. And I think this is just another spot for regression here, especially when you look at some of his advanced metrics on pro football focus. It almost looks kind of fluky that Quinn had so many sacks last year. Should have been more in like the 11 range, but just unsustainable numbers across the board based on his career. I think an eight, nine sack year is much more tenable, which means give me the under. Moving on to R. R this time of year is for receiving yards. And I'm looking at Brandon Cook specifically to go over 950 and a half at a minus 110 price. So we go from somebody who was extremely inconsistent over his career in Robert Quinn to the model of consistency now here with Cooks, who's had 1,000-plus yard seasons in six of his last seven years. He's quietly been one of the most productive receivers in the league, despite some subpar quarterback play and mediocre offense the last couple years in Houston. He and Davis Mills ended up actually developing uh, some pretty good connections once Mills took over because Cook's targets went from roughly seven per game with Tyrant Taylor to nine with Mills as the two split reps through the season. So he's got a more stable situation at quarterback. Mills, no longer a rookie. You're going to get some of those growing pains that are associated with a rookie out of the way. Cook's uh, should have a better year. I'm looking at his 11 and a half yards per catch last year. It was the lowest of his career since his rookie season. And while the Texans did add Alabama's John Mechie in the draft, he's obviously not going to be on the field this year, sadly, as he deals with his health issues and battling with leukemia. So I don't really see somebody who's going to put a dent in Cook's receptions and his touches um, in that wide receiver room. So a small increase in efficiency from the quarterback. And I think Cooks is going to level up and get over that number. He's just a thousand yard receiving machine. So continue to do what he does. Moving on from R to S for special, a DraftKings special that I could not love anymore is for any division to have four teams in the playoffs at 12 to one odds. I bet it last year, it didn't come to fruition, but I'm going back to the well, because when the NFL expanded the postseason from 12 teams to 14 ahead of last year, each conference was obviously given that extra wild card spot, which means in theory, this can happen that all three wild cards could come from the same division and the, the AFC West. I don't know if you've heard of them should be pretty darn good this year. So I think that they're probably the most likely candidate. According to most simulated models that I've looked at here, the Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders all have above a 60% chance to make the postseason. The Raiders are 
going to be that most flimsy case on paper, but I've made my case plenty enough about Vegas. I think they're extremely underrated coming into this season. And with the explosiveness we expect to see from that offense, I think they could very well get, I mean, get over that eight and a half you see on your screen. I think that as long as these teams finish in like the 12 to 10 win range rather than like one of them cranking up 14 or 15 wins. It's very possible. And the AFC West plays the NFC East should do some damage there. And in reality, the AFC West fourth team just has to beat the second best team in one of the other AFC divisions. It's, you know, obviously not a done deal. It's not gonna be easy, but I think it's very doable. And if a division could do it, I think it would probably be the AFC West. I think we can get to one more here. Going T for Tampa Bay going over 470 and a half regular season points scored. And we're getting plus money here. And I know there are concerns with Tampa right now in the offensive line. Mike Evans tweaking the hamstring. Tom Brady's getting older. But if there's that much concern, they shouldn't be the second betting favorite to win the Super Bowl in the shortest shot in the NFC. The Bucs offense will be fine. The Bucs offense will continue to score. If and when healthy, they have the arguably the top receiver group in the league with Evans, Chris Godwin, when he gets fully healthy, Julio Jones, Russell Gage, who's gotten a lot of attention positively, been raved about on the ground. Got Leonard Fournette back, Rashad White, who I think could be a rising star in his rookie season. But 470 and a half is roughly about like 27 points per game. Last year in the regular season, that's just what Tampa averaged on the road. They averaged about 33 points at home, so 30 total on the year and 511 total points. Look at 470. That's a lot of wiggle room. Brady was the passing leader. Even if he and this offense take a, takes a step back, there's a lot of margin for error compared to what they've done the last couple of seasons. So I like Tampa Bay. I like Tampa Tom. What can I say? Uh, don't forget, ton of Vision shows, including this one, My Guys in the Desert, is available now in podcast form. So couldn't tune in, miss a segment, just download the show anywhere you get your podcast and get caught up. We post it every day. Plus, we're also putting out our bonus mini pods every Friday morning. Wake up on a Friday with some good fun. Subscribe to the My Guys in the Desert podcast now so you never miss a show. We are going to step aside briefly, but when we come back, we'll connect with our guy Vinny Maiulo at the South Point, recap a fun MLB weekend, and get into some early NFL preseason season line movement. Don't go anywhere. More My Guys coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The college football betting guide's out now, and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become that VEASAN all-access subscriber. So sign up early for the discounted rate. You'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or you can join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bond and Tony with you and excited to go behind the counter with my guy Vinny Maiulo, expert longtime odds maker down at the South Point Sports Betting Hall of Famer. I just love saying that and I'll never get over saying that. Vinny, welcome in. That's very kind of you, Stormy. Thank you very much, Jerry. Yeah, no, uh, good to be with you as always. Look forward to our Monday Monday sessions and um, just kind of recap the weekend a little bit. Very uh, very good weekend, and uh, before long uh, we will have. Well, from now on, right through February, we'll have football every weekend. But just a couple of notes from the weekend. Uh, some nice prices hit in the golf. You had Chu uh, Young Kim at forty to one to win the Wyndham, and uh, Kevin Harvick in NASCAR at uh, twenty five to one. Uh, Got off the uh, his uh, losing uh, streak, Schneid. So, but a good weekend, and of course highlighted by this weekend, Major League Baseball. Sir, I'm sure you've got uh, a couple of uh, uh, questions about that. <laughs> yeah, safe to say, because I mean, you mentioned football. We're obviously all getting into football mode here around, around here, Vinny. But Major League Baseball continues mm-hmm. to command us talking about it. You look at this weekend: the Dodgers sweep the new look Padres. The Cardinals are now in first place in the division after they swept the Yankees of all teams. Mets with a big series win over the Braves. Can you just take us through from an odds make- making perspective some movement that you've had? You've had to have had movement on your boards and just the impact of what was a very hectic weekend in baseball. Yeah, you know, Stormy, it's, uh, you know, it, we've, we've had some good results. Now, listen, here's the thing about baseball, because it's extremely streaky and, of course, uh, you know, very volatile. And uh, very, you know, it's a it's a challenge uh, with uh, because everything is a, is a money line, right? Uh, including e- even the run line, right? Uh, because there's always a money line attached to it, so it can be very volatile. But we've been fortunate so far to get a the right mix of underdogs and favorites come in during the season so far. Uh, and but, but to your point, here's the things that we're looking at moving forward. You can't overreact, even though there's about a month to go. So if you break it down. Let's look at the by division, right? Just kind of quick highlights about the division and some of the things that I personally consider in, in, uh, when we make adjustments uh, for, the, for the future book. Uh, I think we were initially surprised at how good the Yankees pitching was earlier, right? They build up a big division lead. They were hitting the ball and playing great. Uh, but I've got to tell you, in the last month, they've not had such good pitching. And, of course, mm-hmm. uh, they've, uh, they've dropped about five in a row now. So it's going to be interesting to see how and if they can address their pitching situation. If you look at uh, uh, the American League Central, right, where the White Sox opened as division favorites, but now it's between Minnesota and Cleveland. Uh, and they're at the top right now. And it's likely going to come down to those two uh, probably head-to-head, right? I mean, now can can 
you know, somebody else make a run in that division, they're going to have to really uh, do some damage within the division in order to do that. But right now, it seems like a two-team race. Uh, although the White Sox, I shouldn't, I just shouldn't discount them at this point either. I think the White Sox uh, will make it interesting, but it's going to come down to head-to-head there. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I just still think that the Astros, even though they dropped a couple over the weekend uh, to uh, uh, to Cleveland, they're they're not only the best team in the division, but I think they're the best team. Uh, in the American League, possibly in all of baseball. So I think uh, they're, they're going to be just fine. They have to be one of the shorter-priced teams. Um, the Mets, you mentioned it. They took a big uh, big step this weekend, taking four out of five from the Braves. I think what's going to be interesting to note is this. Again, you can't get too giddy about it. Hopefully there's not a letdown spot, by the way, for the Mets today. By the way, and, <laughs> Are, and you, are you, you guys up to $3 or over by now with the Mets uh, because three, people keep betting it? Three is cheap. <laughs> Three is cheap, cheap. We're approaching 350. Are you kidding me? You can get the Reds at the plus plus on the run line tonight because the Mets can't lose, right? It's impossible. It's impossible. Oh, Let me oh, tell my you goodness. something. If you anybody looking to bet the Reds, come to the South Point. <laughs> so now here's what the but here's you know speaking of of a letdown spot possibly, but here's the thing about the Mets too. They still got. Um, they've got 11 games coming up in the next two weeks. Still with the Braves. They've got more with the Braves, but the Phillies as well. And let's remember, the Phillies are just mashing the ball right now. Everybody talks about how they don't have enough pitching. Well, the fact of the matter is the Phillies are, are, are hitting the ball like it's a softball right now. So I, I would not discount the Phillies, and they're, they're a dangerous team right now. So the Mets, um, their division may really come down to these next couple of weeks. Uh, before uh, before uh, the, uh, the end of the season. So keep an eye on there. You mentioned the Cardinals as well. Um, they're surging about seven in a row right now. And uh, the Brewers just have been very inconsistent. And that's been their downfall. And, of course, then there's the Dodgers, right? The best record in all of baseball. Interesting. You wonder how the psyche of the Padres is after all they did last week. And how they were on, on cloud nine. And here they go. They go into Chavez Ravine. And the Dodgers just dominate them. And they sweep them this weekend uh and and by the way here's what's scary dodgers have the best record in baseball and their pitching staff is not healthy so if you're other teams right now in in the national league and if you're in you know if you're the padres you've got to you've got to get rolling here otherwise you're going to be you know you, you may not make the playoffs at this rate, let's face it. So well, that's Vinny. Uh, I would love I to would follow be, I think up. There's a lot of pod. I would love to follow up with you on that, yeah, just because ahead. San Diego, a team obviously whose odds have dramatically changed since getting Juan Soto. Then what happens with the Dodgers? And obviously, the NL West is well out of range. But when it comes to the pennant, to know you're two and eight against this squad this year, being outscored fifty-five to eighteen against the Dodgers, like that can't give you mm-hmm. a whole lot of confidence going into ideally the postseason. I mean, you're seven to one odds now down from twenty-two or whatever it was previously that people are buying in on you to ultimately win a World Series and you can't even be competitive in your own division against this team. That's a, it's a great point, Stormy. And again, there's still a still a month to go and there's some head to heads coming up, but we we actually bumped them. We made them. Uh, we bumped them up to ten to one after this weekend because wow. what we saw, right? You can't deny what you what you see. Now I do remember a time, uh, you know, where uh, the 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 you know. In fact, I'll be very specific. I think it was 1988 where the the, the Mets dominated the Dodgers uh, during the course of the season. I think they I think the Dodgers beat them one time, and of course the Dodgers beat them that year in the in the postseason. But at least they got to the postseason, right? At this point, if if you're the Padres, it's up to the players to start turning things around. At this point. And so, 
Um, you don't want to overreact from our side of the counter, just like we don't do if a team gets off to a, a huge start at the beginning of the year uh, at this point. But you've got to take into consideration the, the, the key factors. Dodgers, not 100%. In, mm-hmm. in terms of health with their pitching staff. Uh, but look what they've done, especially head-to-head and uh, with against the Padres, an enormous lead in the division now. They're only going to get healthier. So we had to uh, – the Dodgers are the overall favorites right now at 3-1 to one to win the World Series. Uh, Yankees will, uh, the Yankees are shorter, too, 3.5, 4-1, simply because they've got that big lead. And you, you, you think maybe that you know the Yankees can still do something – uh, and and I think they'll right the ship and start getting back on track. But it's also it's all about right now the Dodgers and uh, the Astros as uh, as co-favorites uh, for the for the World Series. Well, and ideally, um, just one last thought on the Padres. Ideally, Fernando Tatis gets back here in the next couple of weeks, and then that lineup just gets bolstered mm-hmm. even more. So we'll see what happens. But like you said, you can't overreact to these types of things. Um, and hey, if you have a Cincinnati bet today, make sure you head over to the South Point. But we'll turn our attention to the NFL here, here real quickly because, like you said off the top, we're going to have NFL football in general, on our screens every weekend from here till February. And uh, the preseason, getting hot and heavy here starting this week. So uh, any movement on some preseason week one games that that are notable for, for betters? Yeah, and let's remember, Stormy, uh, in the preseason, unlike the regular season, the regular season we pay very close attention to the key number, and the key number of three especially, right? But, of course, seven and ten uh, as examples. But in the preseason, one and two, those are the key numbers for the preseason. Teams don't want to play for ties, especially late, uh, and go for you know the extra – they'll go for, for two, more two-point conversion attempts and things like that. So uh, just about every game is uh, – every game's had action. But the Giants are now the favorite. The Patriots opened as two-point favorites, and the Giants are now – one and a half point favorites in uh, in their matchup uh, on Thursday. The Ravens have gone uh, from th- now. The Ravens, who've got a terrific preseason record, and we talked about this last week, about twenty consecutive wins in the preseason right now under John Harbaugh. Most of them are covers as well. Well, the Ravens uh, right now uh, they're not getting bet. They're, uh, the Titans have gotten bet from five uh, uh, five point dogs now four point dogs. I suspect that we will see some Ravens money based on the previous statistic I mentioned. Uh, Falcons are up to two-point favorites at Detroit after opening one-and-a-half. A Uh, a flip here, too. The Eagles opened one-and-a-half, and and now the Jets are two-and-a-half-point favorites uh, this coming Friday. You have to love this, too. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday action. Uh, for uh, coming up here. The Bears up to three and a half. This might be the only time that the Bears, uh, you won't see them as favors uh, too many times this year uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, the Colts uh, getting some attention. Bills down to one and a half off the three and a half point opener. Great stuff as always, Vinny. Appreciate you. Always good to be with you, Stormy. That's our guy, Vinny Maiulo over at the South Point. Uh, we're going to step aside real quickly when we come back. Are these AFC teams contenders or pretenders? And pro football focuses Ian Hardett drops by to discuss his favorite props. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Here on My Guys in the Desert, this segment presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline's a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step, 
to change. Zinn's there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Bond Tony with you live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Time for a quick game of contender or pretender AFC um, version here that we're going to jump right into. So producer Steph picked a couple teams. She wants me to determine, are they legit to contend to win the conference? We will start with the defending AFC champs, the Bengals at 11 to 1, sixth best odds on the board. No respect behind five other teams after playing in a Super Bowl. I am going to go contender here. I think that granted, I know a lot of things had to go right for them to make that Super Bowl last year. There's something brewing, something special's brewing in at least one NFL city in Ohio. Their primary weakness last season was the offensive line. They invested in it. We know Joe Burrow was sacked like a million times last year, 70 to be exact, so not quite a million, but they went out and got Lil Collins. They got Alex Kappa, Ted Karras. The passing game's only going to get better. I think they're only going to get better. I like contender. Uh, an underrated team she has on here, the Ravens, 10-1, to 1, fifth best odds on the board. Contender, again, I think they're a team that goes from worst to first in the division is a team that gets healthy. They were the second most injured team in the league last year based on their number of missed snaps and games missed by starters, and that includes at some of the most important positions. Hello, Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins. I actually have a 22-1 to 1 Super Bowl ticket on them as well, so I believe. And last one here. The Raiders at 20 to 1. I love this team. I think they are going to be so much better than people are giving them credit for. And there are a lot of different ways I want to buy in on and invest in the Raiders. This is not one of them, though. So I'm going to say pretender. I don't think they're going to play for a Super Bowl. Derek Carr, though, will get his first playoff win, though. Put it in the bank calling it now uh, where the real fakers are, are in the NFC. So well, get ready for that tomorrow. Pretender Central. <laughs> Let's continue our NFL talk, though, as we welcome in Ian Harditz, lead fantasy expert at Pro Football Focus, host of the PFF Fantasy Football Podcast as well. Welcome in, Ian. How are you? Doing great. I like the uh, Raiders call. I mean, say what you want about, you know, maybe last year, just based on the points differential, maybe being a bit of a uh, fluky playoff appearance, but they should be able to score with everyone. It's going to be a shame that, you know, maybe all four of those AFC West uh, teams find a way to make the playoffs. Either way, it should be one shootout after another. I actually said that in the first block of the show, Ian. I love the 12 to 1 prop for all four teams in any division to make the postseason. Obviously, the AFC West could be that best opportunity for that to happen, but I love it. And I love that you're on board. And obviously, as somebody who is studying fantasy numbers, Numbers, day in and day out. You've got a pretty good feel for a lot of these prop markets. So I'm excited to talk to you specifically about some rushing and receiving props that I know you like. And one that really caught my eye as I was looking down this list that you have here is one of the best, if not the best, running backs in the NFL. You're actually fading his number going into this year. You like Jonathan Taylor under. Sell me on it. It's under 1,450 yards. I mean, this isn't just a ho-hum season here. We're going to need this guy to resume being one of the best, if not the single best running back in all of football. So maybe it happens again, but there's just so many things that have to go right for Taylor to smash that over under. Having Matt Ryan in town now, we're already hearing from Frank Reich himself. This should be more of a pass-balanced offense. And as great as Jonathan Taylor is, and as much as I do think he'll probably clear 300 touches, Naeem Hines isn't a joke himself, and he could at least be enough to take Taylor off the field 
field for 20, 30% of the snaps enough. So that guys like Derrick Henry and Dalvin cook, I think might have a better chance of hitting these lofty over under. So generally I do think, you know, taking the under on some of these out of position, like running back where, you know, I think we like to talk about guys like McCaffrey and, you know, Austin Eckler, maybe being more injury prone, but to be honest with you, anytime you got some of these players taking 300 plus touches into the teeth of the defense, I do worry about their chances of going over. So again, just seems like a lot needs to go right there. I am taking under 1,450 rushing yards. Had over 1,800 yards and 18 touchdowns last year, but this year it's obviously a lofty goal to try to reach. So taking the under with him. And just because you mentioned Christian McCaffrey, I feel like as a fantasy guy, I have to follow up on this. What is your best advice and strategy for people that are trying to draft their teams right now for team owners, aside from the fact that they should not draft Christian McCaffrey for those injury reasons? Yeah, I'm taking McCaffrey in full point per reception league. So half point standard, you can take Jonathan Taylor first, but full PPR, I got to go McCaffrey number one. Oy. He's number one all time in NFL history and fantasy points per game. And again, the the injury thing, I just, I have not heard a sound analytical reason where, okay, McCaffrey, like, okay, if you think he's going to get injured, how many games and how many games is Jonathan Taylor then projected to get injured? Cause you can't tell me McCaffrey's the only running back in the NFL that faces any sort of injury risk this year. So I love the folks at draft sharks. They have an injury predictor tool and injury history tool, and they rate these types of things and try to, to the best of their knowledge, you know, peg a number on these guys. And they have McCaffrey projected to miss 1.8 games. Jonathan Taylor 1.4 games. So to me, I just feel much more confident in our ability to project workloads and be able to project guys that have the avenue to catch a lot of passes. To me, that is Christian McCaffrey over Taylor, who is fantastic. But, you know, we're not trying to get third or fourth place. This is a first or last thing in fantasy football. I'm going to and take the player that when he has been healthy has quite literally been breaking the game. I absolutely adore Christian McCaffrey. I certainly hope he stays healthy. And that is interesting that the predictor says 1.8 games that he might miss. So all of his injuries have been different things. Like that's the thing that's interesting about him. It's not like he tends to have these recurring injuries. So we'll see what happens with CMC. Love the guy. I hope he has a good season for the Panthers sake as well. Um, let's keep it going though with these rushing totals for singular players. Um, the books think that Rashad Penny should have some upside without Chris Carson there in the run game for the Seattle Seahawks. You like his under though as well. Why? under 800.5 yards PFF projection for 771. We saw Penny during the last five weeks of last season, just have a great stretch. I mean, led the league like 6.3 yards per carry yards after contact was looking great. It was also only a five game sample size. And it's been too bad that Penny hasn't been able to stay healthy since mm -hmm. entering the league. But now that, you know, to your point, Chris Carson being retired. Now the picture, now he returns to an offense without Russell Wilson, PFF's 32nd ranked offensive line going to next season and a second round running back in Kenneth Walker that I don't think any of us would be surprised if he just eventually overtakes Penny, even if an injury doesn't happen. So to me, you know, name any sort of over under in the Seahawks offense. And I think the under uh, might be a fair play here. Just seems like a situation where, you know, if I was going to go on a limb here on Rashad Penny, we would at least want to, you know, a better offensive line than we've seen in Seattle over the last few years. It's, you know, it's like the perfect storm movie of everything going wrong, honestly, for Penny in this offense at this point, just in terms of volume and terms of efficiency, I will be taking the under there. I love the guy uh, so much as a San Diego state Aztec myself. I always root for him, but I mean that 800 and a half rushing yards would be a career high for him. So that in itself is asking for a lot, given just the availability side and Kenneth Walker, like you said, um, so, I mean, unders I'm sensing a trend here. You also like <laughs> Devin Singletary under his five and a half touchdowns. What intrigues you about the bills back? 
I know it's more fun to say over, but trying to be real is realistic here. I think it's most fun to have that money in your pocket at the end of the day uh, with Devin Singletary. It's not an indictment on him or any of these Buffalo running backs, but it's just a ramification of the way that Josh Allen and honestly, a lot of dual threat quarterbacks play football. They scramble instead of checking it down. And in the run game, particular Josh Allen, once they get in, inside the 10 yard line, He's as good as bet to score than anybody. I mean, since entering the league, Josh Allen, one of 10 players, just period, running backs, everything with at least 30 touchdowns. I mean, I think we all consider Mike Vick still to be just the best rushing quarterback of all time. I mean, Josh Allen already has 31 career rushing touchdowns. Mike Vick had 36 in his entire career. So Allen just truly won the league. That's why he's been the overall QB one mm -hmm. back-to-back seasons. Overall, Bill's running backs actually since Josh Allen has uh, come just over the last two years when Josh Allen's been doing all this. 27th in targets and tied for 25th and carries inside the five-yard line. So Josh Allen, problem, you know, only for the Bills running backs. Everyone else, Josh Allen is, you know, making plenty of money and plenty of points up there on the board. But also James Cook in town, Zach Moss per training uh, camp report also could have a role near the goal line. Again, just a lot of stuff going for Devin Singletary. I know he scored seven touchdowns last season, two years before that, only two. Uh, I just think there's too much going right for Josh Allen. Might not be enough meat left on the bone there for Singletary. Yeah, absolutely. Josh Allen and the Bills just need to get over that kryptonite of a coin flip and see if they can make themselves a Super Bowl <laughs> appearance this year um let's go to receivers and uh i mean let's just say what's your favorite over under are we betting on or against human achievement in this prop market <laughs> i do have a couple overs here at least uh, travis kelsey over 1100.5 receiving yards he's hit this mark in each of the last four years with patrick mahomes under center and when we've seen tight ends age yes he is starting to get up there but it's also been a position that we've seen other than quarterbacks and guys like tom brady aaron Rodgers. tight ends do age more gracefully than running backs and wide receivers. And we could be talking about a target total that starts with two for Travis Kelsey by the time this season is over. I mean, truly losing Tyreek from the offense with all due respect to MVS, Juju, Mecole, Sky Moore. We all know who Mahomes' number one target is, and that is Travis Kelsey. So the fact that we're not even like being faced with a premium on this over under, the only way I see Kelsey not hitting this is if he gets hurt. I love that you went tight end for the receiving prop right off the top. Ian, <laughs> thank you so much. Really, really appreciate the time. Thank you. That's Ian Hartitz over at Pro Football Focus. Great job covering fantasy. And obviously, the numbers that he has in the betting market are fantastic. When we come back, a couple baseball bets that I like tonight in Major League Baseball. And Danielle Alvari drops by to help us close out the show. Talk a little WNBA. And, of course, all things L.A., the, the Rams, the Dodgers out here going crazy. UCLA, USC, you all want to miss it. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. The wonderful Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles CityCast, will join us in just one moment. But real quickly, as we welcome you back to My Guys in the Desert, time for Taken by Stormy. My favorite bets of the evening coming from Major League Baseball. I just love that audio and the lightning. Such a good intro. But we will start um, with the Arizona-Pittsburgh game tonight. Diamondbacks pitcher Zach Gallen under four and a half hits allowed at a plus money price. Plus 120. I've had more success than not when it, when my baseball bets are one of those like kind of don't overthink it plays. And that's where I'm at here today. He's allowed four or fewer hits in three of his last four starts. And no National League team has fewer hits this season than the Pirates. Just Feels like a match made in heaven here. Also have a bounce back parlay that pays plus 205. Yankees and Padres to get back in the win column today. So it's a buy low spot for New York. Pick them in Seattle after dropping two or three at home to the Mariners last week and getting swept by the Cardinals. I think they end the five game skid today. Jamison Tyone should be pretty ticked off after allowing six runs to this lineup last week. He gets them back on track. Then as for the pod squad, there was so much hype. Around this team landing Juan Soto, they forgot to play baseball a little bit. One and four since the acquisition and get swept by the Dodgers. Not great. But they have a chance to shake off that disappointment. Blake Snell on the hill, who's been awesome lately. 259 ERA his last six starts. San Francisco's bats have been cold. Now can San Diego get a little run support themselves? They should be able to get to Alex Wood. If they can't, the Giants bullpen has been lately. What our girl Danielle Alvari likes to term hot garbage so let's see if the Padres can get it done for our parlay and somebody know who knows all about how well the Dodgers played against uh ye old Padres is this girl Danielle Alvari welcome in host of the Los Angeles City cast uh it was a rough go for the Padres against your Dodgers this weekend I know too much hype surrounding Soto, I think. And he actually struggled against them. You could tell he got a little bit frustrated there too. And the Dodgers have finally kicked themselves into gear here. I mean, we all remember them getting swept by the pirates at the start of the season. That is not the case anymore. We are deep into the season now. And so I'm expecting this to be just like every other year, the year for the Dodgers to win a world series and yet have only done it once last year since 1988. So hopefully they can get it done again. Have they like how much rather have they impressed you here in the second half? Because I'm just looking through 15 and three to start of their 15 wins, 14 have covered the run line and 11 have covered the alternate run line. Like I feel like we're back to that, that time of the year where you just have to continue to hammer the Dodgers run line because they just keep winning that way no matter what. 
Absolutely. They've covered eight straight up, I think, on the run line, eight straight up wins as well. So when they win, they win by a lot. And I was talking about this on the Los Angeles City cast and kind of talked about how the Dodgers are like that annoying rich kid that you went to high school with that has every resource at their fingertips. And if they just call the tutor, if they just actually do all these things that they have access to, they can be incredible. And so the Dodgers are finally starting to kick it into gear. And you go, well, yeah, the talent's been sitting on that roster the whole time. There's been injury plagues, of course. Kershaw's been out. We had Haney go out for a while. We don't have Walker Bueller back yet, but it just is inexcusable for the Dodgers team to not be performing at the top of their level. I mean, what they've won their division nine out of the last 10 years, I believe. And the one that they didn't was when the giants had one more win than them still 106 win season for the Dodgers. So we know it's just a wealth of talent on that team. It's just a matter of, is it going to be enough when it comes playoff time? Yeah. Favorites to win the world series for a reason. And you mentioned the injuries. That was kind of my, my next question to you. Do you think like, what's your level of concern for the team given, you know, a Kershaw being Put on the list again. Not a good feeling, I'm sure. Yeah, well, uh, he's probably feeling a little bit better because we know that he got an epidural on Friday. So at least that's helping with his pain a little bit. This is something that he's done in the past. So familiar with this kind of treatment. And they also said that they took another MRI on Friday and it hasn't changed from his last MRI earlier this season. Dave Roberts, of course, their general manager, doesn't seem super concerned that this is going to sideline him for a long time. But it is Kershaw. This is an injury. He's been battling back and forth his back. It's actually the opposite side of his back from what was bugging him earlier in the season. But as you know, once you hurt your back, anybody can probably relate. If you've hurt your back, it's just radiates through the rest of the body. It creates problems elsewhere. So I feel pretty confident this isn't going to be a long-term issue for him, but this is the issue that you run into with the Dodgers. All right. Well, while we're talking injuries to star players on Los Angeles teams, it feels like a, a natural segue to talk about the Rams and the elbow issues that are going on with Matt Stafford for the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, when you hear that not only is Matt Stafford or his backup, John Wolford, playing in the preseason. Does that raise any eyebrows for you about how the team feels about his injury? Not necessarily, right? It's preseason. We're probably not expecting to see him anyways. Uh, Bryce Perkins, I think, got all three starts last year in preseason for them. Uh, he actually did really, really well. Sean McVay said that he's been really impressed with what he's been able to do. So I think it's okay. It's not like a cause for alarm necessarily for me. It does kind of suck that you're going into the season with your quarterback dealing with any kind of arm issue, whether it's light soreness, as Matt Stafford likes to refer to it as, uh, or that he's just working his way through it. That's not obviously how you want to start a season off. And it does raise some question marks, but I don't think that it's going to be a long-term issue. Sean McVay almost actually talked about it, I believe, as sort of like more of a baseball injury, more of a people are pointing to tendonitis. Is this going to be an ongoing issue where we know that he got an anti-inflammatory injection in the offseason as well, all non-surgical? So a little bit of question marks of the durability here, perhaps, but... It could be interesting. Do we even see the Rams enter, you know, into looking into the free agency even to have somebody kind of back him up besides Wolford or Perkins? Because we know Wolford of the two is the only one that has actual game experience. Well, week one against the Bills, hopefully Matt Stafford is feeling to form because that's going to be a tough one right out the gates for the defending yeah. champs. Uh, here with Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles City Cast and our resident WNBA expert. And there's just one week left here in the WNBA regular season, Danielle. Yet not one team is locked into a postseason seed still. There's a lot of, you know, we think that certain teams are going to be in certain places, but nothing confirmed yet. Uh, even the four games yesterday didn't have anybody solidly into place. But as, as you look tonight, one game on tap, uh, Liberty taken on the wings in Dallas. Anything for, for you in this game? Or are you just out here just like hoping that we get the playoff field set so you know what's going on? 
Uh, we're not going to get it set tonight. That much is certain, <laughs> but uh, it's very exciting time. Actually, the last games are going to be played this Sunday. It's six games, so you're going to see all 12 teams on Sunday. That's a really great way to end the season out with a bang. And then the pre uh, the playoffs themselves will actually take off next week. But we have Liberty at Wings tonight, which is a very interesting one because as far as the playoff picture, the Wings have pulled ahead of some of the scrum of that bottom, you know, six, seven, eight seeds that are trying to fight for that final eighth spot. And they've won a couple of games together, strung it together to the point where they're in sixth place. Now they're 16 and 16, four games back behind fifth place. So not really jockeying for that fifth place spot, but New York is a game behind the mercury who today we found out Diana Taurasi out for the rest of the season, quad injury. She's gone. Skylar Diggins Smith didn't play in their last game either. They were able to win without really both of them on Saturday, actually, weirdly enough over New York, but New York's just a game back behind the Mercury. I think the Mercury missed playoffs here, a game behind the seventh place dream. I don't have a lot of faith in the dream either. So this game is really interesting in terms of playoff considerations and New York has been stringing together. I'm going to say a smattering of wins, not necessarily a string. And it's been interesting because the teams that they're winning against are not that good. The LA sparks, for example, who have also fallen off and somehow are still in playoff contention as well. So there's just that scrum at the bottom of teams. As you mentioned, it makes for really exciting, good basketball. Uh, we're also seeing Sylvia Fowles in her final season trying to get into playoffs with the Minnesota Lynx, which seems like their hopes are just out of reach, but they're still there. They have her final home game coming up this week. So lots of exciting games for me tonight. I'm going to look over 161 and a half. The Liberty and the Wings both love to play really fast. The Wings are fifth in points per game, actually, in the league, and they've only scored less than 80 points twice in their last 12 games. And that was only against the mystics and the storm, which are two of the top defensive teams in the league. That is not the case with New York's defense. So I think we're going to see a high scoring game. The only thing that should give you pause is this the fourth game in six days for both of these teams. So we hope that the legs are there obviously for this over to hit. I always get nervous betting these overs, but 161 and a half seemed pretty doable to me. Last thing for you, Danielle, is we've got about a minute 15 remaining. Uh, the sky and aces are neck and neck atop the odds boards right now to win it all. If you're a better getting involved right now, you know, wanting to make a pick for the title, who's one of the shorter shots and one dark horse that you might recommend people to get involved taking? Well, I don't know if it's a dark horse and it's not a surprise, but I've been talking about the mystics all season. The mystics were 15 to one. When I grabbed them before the season, they were around 25 to one. Elena Deladon's just incredible with her on that court. She actually had an off game the other day and the mystics still almost won. Uh, Natasha cloud's been incredible. The coaching is elite on that team. The defense is elite on that team. If the offense can keep up with them too, they're the team that I like. That's a longer shot. I think they're sitting around eight to one now, unfortunately, but the sky, it's so hard to deny the sky. Nobody's doing what they do as well as as they do it. Their assist to turnover ratio, their free throw shooting. They have six players in double digits on a regular basis. So even if Candace Parker sits out, they can still win a game. So the sky are the best short shot, in my opinion. And they've had that edge against my aces. Come on, Asia Wilson, will them to the promised land. Uh, thank you, Danielle. Appreciate you as always. You're the best. Thanks, Stormy. That is our girl, Danielle Alvari, at Danielle Alvari on Twitter. Does a great job posting her pics and check out her TikTok as well. The girl is entertainment at its finest. I'm rooting for my aces. I got to tell you, Vegas, baby, let's do it. Uh, that is a wrap for today's edition of My Guys in the Desert. Check back with us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Thank you to our whole crew and producer extraordinaire, Stephanie Kamershack, for holding it down for us. Danny Burke and Rush Hour coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.